San Diego International Airport is now a ghost town. The ongoing coronavirus pandemic has caused most air travel to cease. About 90% fewer people are flying across the country, meaning that airlines and airports are losing billions. For our airport, this also puts plans to update Terminal 1 in jeopardy. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your Coronavirus Update, a special live episode of your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg, you cover tourism and hospitality for the Union Tribune. Tell us, what was supposed to happen to Terminal 1? Well, it's um, it's a $3 billion plan to expand the terminal, to basically tear it down and replace it completely. There's um, 19 gates there. They would, it would jump by 11 gates. Um, it, it, there's a new roadway coming into the airport, a new parking garage. So a lot of, um, a lot of components to it. But the, the biggest thing is modernizing it expanding at a whole new terminal and it is a it is a costly project the most costly they've ever undertaken which is three billion and that project relies on the kind of uh, airline revenues passenger revenues concession revenues that, that an airport typically takes in that's um, how they're going to fund that project and can you give us a sense of how bad things are for the airport right now given that people mostly aren't traveling at all well, so they, they, we have um, TSA um, statistics, and we also have the airport statistics for the, for the local airport itself. But across the nation, and this is, this is true in San Diego as well, is that passenger volumes, people getting on planes, is down 96%, which is why, you are, um, why you're hearing that it's like a ghost town. And then half, half the flights um, that were scheduled in March um, never were completed. They, they were canceled. And then you've got uh, airline revenues just for the month of March down 37%. But for the coming fiscal year, you're seeing revenue, non-airline revenues decline by as much as um, 50 million, some $50 million, other, rev- other revenues about 30 million. So they are taking a big economic hit. And we, we don't know how long people are going to right now travel. People are not traveling. And we don't know how eager people are going to be to get onto planes, even you know, even in the fall, because people might be still scared until we have a vaccine. It's such a big unknown, so that's why um, that planes are just flying nearly empty. The planes that are flying. Mm-hmm. And bringing it back to the airport, uh, unlike other things, it's not exactly obvious how airports make money. So. Can you kind of give us a sense about how the books would have normally have been for San Diego International Airport? Well, everything's on a cost recovery basis. So everything they take in, they don't make a profit. So everything they take in, like I say, these airline fees, these passenger fees, uh, when, when you buy a beer, when you buy a sandwich, buy a cup of coffee, all that revenue goes into the airport to pay for their expenses. But they also have reserves and they also have capital improvement projects that they're saving their money for. And like I said, all these revenues are um, also helping finance this project. So the airport has not gone so far as to say um, they're, they're clearly not going to cancel it, but they haven't mm-hmm. even said that they're willing to, con- uh, to postpone it. They're taking a look right now. They weren't supposed to get under construction until late 2021. So they're still looking at hiring a design contractor, a, a construction contractor. They have to get Coastal Commission approval. But they are acknowledging that they're going to keep their eyes on these revenues, and it's not out of the question that they might have to delay the start of it, um, because their budget picture 
was very robust. They were having record numbers of passengers. So this is a huge turnaround and they have to be wary of not spending money they don't have. Um, mm. I should I should point out that um, there's a $10 billion rescue uh, package for airports. And just yesterday, the San Diego airport learned that they're going to get um, $91 million. So that's that's a help. That's, that's a help. And they're also cutting costs. They've already they're planning to postpone about uh, close to $200 million in other capital improvement projects, things like improvements to their back baggage handling facilities. So um, they are doing so they are cutting costs, but they're also looking at um, delaying some projects and maybe maybe, as I say, the terminal one, but we don't know that yet. Mm hmm. And as with any big organization, it's, you know, we've been in the stay-at-home order for about a month, and other big cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles have extended it until May 15th. So given that, and given that, you know, things probably are going to return to normal pretty soon, when are we going to hear from the airport about what things are certainly going to get cut and what things are going to get pushed to 2021, 2022? Well, they actually had a meeting today where they were briefing, the staff was briefing their board, and um, they did, as I just mentioned, they did give them a list of some capital improvement projects, not, not as sexy as the Terminal 1, um, that, uh, about $200 million worth that they're delaying. Um, but they did make the point that um, month by month by month, they're going to make decisions as they watch the numbers, whether they should slow down the the processing of this Terminal 1 project. So I think, um, you know, three months, four months from now, we'll start to get a better idea. And then we might hear from the airport authority on that. So they will give us updates. But um, right now, there's no firm dates on we will let you know by this date that we're going to change our plans for Terminal 1. Mm -hmm. So um, this isn't happening right now. But let's say things continue to be really bad. Uh, we don't exactly know when we get out of this situation we are in. What would happen to the airport? Would it just kind of reduce itself to kind of like a almost frozen state? Like what's the worst case scenario if we're stuck in this economic depression for however long? Uh, I think, I mean, I think they'll still have, you know, a core group of workers um, staffing the airport. You won't see airlines stopping travel completely. So you will, um, you will see activity. So, I mean, I feel like right now you're looking at worst case scenario. Um, mm -hmm. There's no one at the airport. There's no security lines. It does look worst case scenario right now. Um, I don't, I mean, they'll just have to keep trimming costs, obviously. They've already agreed to give the airlines a three month deferral on some of the rents they pay. And they've also given their concessionaires um, a, a deferral on those kinds of rents, but they're, they're gonna be paid back. So um, I think um, it, more of the same is probably as, as worse as it gets. Um, I think there will be some return to travel, but it will be, I think it will take a while for sure. Mm -hmm, certainly. And airlines and airports are kind of in a really awkward position because over the past several years, there's been lots of complaints about how air travel hasn't been fun recently. And, you know, the bailouts that, that they're going to get were under scrutiny as well. So things are a little bit contentious when it comes to that sector of the economy. Yeah. And I have to say, my, my colleague, um, my business editor, Diane McCabe, um, had to fly out for family reasons. And um, she sent me back photos showing um, just a, a 
an airplane that would normally have hundreds of passengers, 16, 17 passengers, um, all the, you know, most of the concession stands closed down, no security lines whatsoever. It, it really is um, a very dystopian kind of feel at the airport right now. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to kind of describe it as like an organization, but also there are San Diegans whose livelihoods depend on the airport. Um, can you give us a sense of how much kind of economic activity would normally come out of the international airport? Um, well, well, like I say, you just you got a picture from those um, operating revenues, um, tens of millions of dollars coming in and now tens of millions of dollars fewer coming in. So, I mean, it's it's quite an economic juggernaut. And, and again, it's not to make a profit. It's to um, to keep the airport operating and running like it is. But those people that are coming in, they're staying in people that are flying in are staying in hotel rooms and spending money mm -hmm. in restaurants and going to theme parks, all of which is, you know, pretty much shut down now. So it's, it's the people that are coming in that provide that economic activity for um, San Diego County. And we're losing that. And I should point out, we, you know, we are not like LA or San Francisco with inter lots of international uh, visitation, but we do have three major uh, overseas flights um, to London and, um, to Japan and to Germany, uh, to Frankfurt. So um, we those those flights were canceled. So mm -hmm. we're not operating. They were they were daily flights. Um, as of this week, the the last of the Japan Airlines flights stopped. So no international traffic at all. Now. Mm -hmm. And they're bigger spenders too when they come to San Diego. Yeah. And finally, when uh, considering your beat broadly, tourism and hospitality, two of the biggest things that have been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic, what questions do you still have about how things are going to be different afterward? What are the kind of changes that you're seeing industry-wide about this new reality? Well, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how theme parks, I'm sure they want to reopen. So how do they how do they do that? I mean, they're, they're large and they have a lot of open space. So do they put in as, as, as they start to reopen, do they start to put in certain very strict social distancing requirements in for people waiting in lines? Similarly in, in restaurants, as they reopen, do they space their, their tables and chairs much further apart? Um, hotels, um, Again, how do they control for how many people can be moving around? It's very, um, it's very curious to see how you know what travel reopened looks like. Um, normalcy, I don't think we'll see for quite some time. Some people think a year, two years. Um, so, I think um, when you have that space to work with, what kind of social distancing and separations will be in place to have some kind of some kind of return to semi-normalcy. Same thing with uh, casinos. How will they reopen? You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, some of these places, you normally you would be sitting cheek to jowl. So what do you do? Prohibit that in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much of this hinges upon better testing and ultimately a vaccine. And until those finally come, you know, we'll be having this conversation again, probably in a couple of weeks. All right, Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Thank you. Now your coronavirus update. San Diego County's number of confirmed COVID-19 cases rose to 2,087 Thursday, and the county also noted three more deaths, bringing the death toll to 63. There will be no San Diego Pride this year, 
organizers made the announcement Thursday morning. The event draws more than 350,000 people to the city each July and has an economic impact of nearly $30 million. Despite the cancellation, San Diego Pride will take part in a virtual Global Pride celebration on June 27th, bringing together Pride events across the world, many of which had to be canceled because of the pandemic. UCSD may hold its fall quarter online. Chancellor Pradeep Khosla made the statement Thursday, saying it's being considered by all UC schools. San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner has proposed sharp spending cuts to bridge the gap created by the virus. The proposed spending plan would eliminate 350 jobs, but city finance officials said they expect the number of layoffs to be significantly lower, as many displaced workers could find other positions in San Diego's 11,000-member workforce. The proposal avoids cuts to programs for the homeless. There are no proposed reductions to firefighters or police officers, and funding would remain steady for the Clean San Diego Neighborhood Anti-Dumping Program. The cuts would help close a projected $250 million drop in tax revenue because of the pandemic, which has affected San Diego more than most cities because of its heavy reliance on tourism and hotel tax revenues. Faulkner is calling this the largest deficit in city history. Encinitas has closed two walkways because people failed to practice social distancing. They are the pedestrian path along the west side of South Highway 101 and the Coastal Rail Trail east of the railroad tracks. The Navy has identified the sailor that died of COVID-19 on Monday. He was Chief Petty Officer Charles Thacker. The 41-year-old San Diegan leaves behind a wife who flew to Guam to be by his side while he was hospitalized. Thacker is the first member of the military to die from the virus. The outbreak on the Roosevelt has been a leading indicator of the military's challenge in confronting the virus. Although more than 650 sailors have tested positive for the virus, only about 200 were symptomatic. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is the first line of defense. The San Diego Union-Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the coronavirus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of our news at your fingertips, wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.